Welcome to the Prodigal and the Priest podcast, a podcast about faith, sports, and two friends from different cultures. Here are your hosts, Joey Scansella and Father Paul Bechter. Welcome to our listeners, the good people of the world. The world. Big. Father Paul, what different Welcome. voice you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sick. <laughs> well, if you're joining us for the first time or many times, um, Father Paul is, is he on vacation? What is He's he doing? He's on a silent retreat. He's on a silent retreat. So kind of like a vacation. Yeah. With God. With God and himself. And himself. So I'm joined by one of my good friends and colleagues, Marcy Combo. Yeah. Do I look at you or do I look here? We we look at each other. You look at we each look other. At I'm nervous. Other. So, yes. Um, I'm so nervous. Why? Because. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I meant to hit when I said your name. Marcy Gamba. <laughs> so, Marcy, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. What what do you do at St. Anne's? How do you get involved? How do you know about St. Anne's? Not that this is just a St. Anne podcast because multiple mm. generations of people and around the world listen mm-hmm. to this but yeah. we are employees of saint anne's uh, catholic parish in coppell texas mm-hmm. but um a little bit about yourself yes name age social security number all of it good marcy combo i'm 28 four one i'm no. just kidding um i'm not 28 i don't know why i said that i'm 30 and i'm almost 31 <laughs> and i grew up at saint anne's i heard about it from my mom when I was three and been going here ever since. It's my place. I've had all my sacraments here. Um, But after high school, I decided to volunteer with the high school ministry. And then I never really left from volunteer to staff member. But now I work both dual youth Mm -hmm. ministry and communication. Dual threat we call it in sports. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's a sports podcast. Yes. I know a lot about yeah. that. Well, faith, sports, and two friends from different cultures, which, which we, we really fit the bill yeah. of this. I'll be the priest. You be the prodigal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or you could be the priestess. I am the priest. <laughs> <laughs> We're modern. Um, uh, yes. And so I'm, dual, I'm a dual threat, calm team, communications, and youth ministry. Yeah. Which is a little bit about, we talked about one episode of social media. I don't know. Are, are you a regular listener? Yes. I haven't listened to last week, so don't bring up anything about that. Okay. So Titanic sunk. <laughs> we mentioned it. Um, I actually haven't finished that movie, so thanks. There you go. Um, how did you get involved in communications here? Um, so <laughs> I... Always did communications for youth ministry. I was the coordinator of high school ministry, and that was part of my job. Joey, we're not only coworkers. Joey's my boss. Um, I feel like I'm supposed to be talking to the camera. Don't. Okay. Yeah, They're no, not even here. We're having, we're, we're just two friends, different From cultures. Different cultures, sports and faith. That's right. Um, and so I like communications a lot, and uh, specifically social media, digital communication. And whenever we switch to the pandemic, I switched we no, just like, when we just decided that we were going to start doing the pandemic. Um, when the pandemic, we were like, you know what a good idea is guys. <laughs> the world has not struggled enough mm-hmm. in the last few Things years. Things have been going too easy. Yeah. 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 We, we need, need a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so we just, yeah. Sand so sparked it. Yeah. So um, <laughs> when we, when 
quarantine happened, shelter in place, masses got canceled. There was like a team of people that jumped in to help get St. Anne's online. And so I kept helping with that and then kept helping with that until someone was like, great, can you just keep doing that? Yeah. So and then here I am. my life got harder. So mm-hmm. thanks a lot. And also what our viewers should know, right, is the fact that um, you at one point lived with my family. Yeah. So yeah, like almost two years, two years separated in the middle by a year of missionary work. Yes. But yeah, two years you got to live with Nikki and Dom and no Fran at that point. So in the womb, Fran. Was she? Yeah. I think at the end when I left. There you go. So how was that? This is too high. There you go. Pull it down. Okay. Sorry. This is, I'm a first timer. (laughs) Is, um, how was that living with our family? It was great. It was weird because we didn't know each other that well. Like going into living together, we were like like friends by association because I was a volunteer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friends with benefits. No, that's it. not what that means. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how we Nobody Google that. <laughs> what it means. They don't even have to Google it. They know what that means. <laughs> this is why I didn't want to be on the podcast. I was just totally kidding. Um, um, the no. things get edited out, right? Yeah, Edit yeah, that yeah, out. yeah. The benefit was... That you paid us money to live with us. Not for long. Yeah, I know. It really wasn't a benefit (laughs) at all. Friends without benefits. Stop calling that term. (laughs) Roommates. Um, Roommates. It was a service. Y'all were donating to me. No, I moved. Yeah, we weren't. We didn't know each other that well. I moved in. I was a poor college student. And so then you just gave me my money back one day and said, stop paying me rent. And I didn't have money to pay you rent. So I said, okay. And then you just let me live there. And then you couldn't get rid of me. But it was the best. I Dom was 10 was, months old. Was it that end part where the, like we couldn't get rid of you? I mean, that was a little rough. That you couldn't get rid of me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think there was a natural exit with me going to Peru, but then I came back. Yeah. I was and like, I said, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Just went back to my room. Man, I wish I had a drop like, uh, isn't there like back... Like, isn't there a song with back in it from Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Um, I'm thinking Bye Bye Bye. Mm. But that's what you're saying. Back, 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 back. Yep. Yeah. There probably is a song with back in it because Backstreet Boys, all the listeners are screaming it. They're singing it so loud. (laughs) If we have any listeners left, (laughs) they have all unsubscribed from the podcast and they said, um, when will Father Paul be back? Here's the good news, folks, is you have four probably episodes of Marcy Combo coming at you. Why? She just found this out right this second because she's filling in this week for Father Paul. But guess what? My wife is due with a baby Thursday oh. or Friday. Father Paul's going to need a co-host unless he decides to call me in. He's going to have audible. someone else. He, there's no way. Maybe. Who else? Who there's else plenty of options. In? There's plenty plenty of options. There you go. Well, we'll, we'll brainstorm it later. So this is what I want to talk about today. And I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can tell our listeners we can be vulnerable for a second. A little, little vulnerability. We didn't prep at all. No, that's why I'm nervous. Literally, Joey just put headphones on me, <laughs> stressing me out. Um, I want to talk about the one thing that Father Paul really can't say too much about, married life. Boom, boom, boom. Great. We're both married. Both married. So um, other how people. long? <laughs> Thank you for that <laughs> clarification. Um, how long have you been married to Mr. Jordan Combo? I have been married for, <laughs> we're on our third year. Third celebrated year. celebrated our second in April. 
You have one beautiful baby. One beautiful baby. Goddaughter. She's so cute. Your goddaughter, Lucy. Lucy. Um, you know, I think we have a lot of listeners that are married. Do people know how long you've been married? Um, no. Uh, I got married in 2011, so we'll be celebrating our ninth wedding anniversary, right, this year? You already did. July. Ninth? So you're going to be celebrating 10. Oh, in 2021, though, we'll be celebrating 10. We just celebrated just nine, so. so 10. And yeah, third third kid on the way here. Fourth kid total, third kid on earth on the way. And so next few days we have that, um, it's a hopefully. Big deal. It's a big I'm deal. hoping she gets born tomorrow. That's my goal. So go ahead. Tell everybody why. They know is. the naming. If you don't know, the two options. The option is Sophia is the baby's name. But Pia right. was on the table and Nikki and you both said that you would name her Pia if she was born tomorrow or if you're listening to it today. Right. Because of Padre Pio. Is tomorrow the 23rd? Yeah. Yeah. The day yeah. everyone's listening today. Yeah. So the 23rd would, if she was born, I, I take it as a sign from the divine saying, name your daughter Pia. Here, Here's the deal, folks. We love Padre Pio. My great-grandfather had a devotion to him. Um, actually met him, went to confession with him in Sicily. That's cool. That's so cool. That is cool. It would be like one day if Father Paul became a saint, which I highly doubt, we'd be like, <laughs> I went to confession with that guy. <laughs> I did a podcast with that guy. <laughs> yeah, that was prodigal and the saint. Yeah, that was, I was the saint. We'd have to change it. We would. Um, they would have to add halos to our image. Well, you don't be awesome. both become saints. By association? Aren't, wouldn't I be a third class relic from just sitting? Wait, humans can be? That's not true. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> this is why we need Father Paul. This is why, yeah. So much heresy in the next two weeks, folks. So just, yeah, you rough. know, if you want to tune out. But um, stay tuned in. That's right. Um, I'm excited, though, in in regard that you bring a female perspective, which we've only had male perspectives. And second is um, we both bring married perspectives. And I think that's something that we have a lot of married couples that listen to this podcast or even just one of the spouses of the marriage couples. And I think it's something that I've, I've mentioned to father Paul. I'm like, yeah, we should talk about it. He's like, uh, he's kind of like, yes, yeah, stay, stay holy San Diego. You know, he, he has never said that, but I just came up with that. So, Direct quote. um, so I want to kind of start with like general impressions of like, what did you think a Christian marriage was going to look like and what does it look like? Mm. Like what expectations? Because I feel like women are told all different things. Yeah. Men, not as much, but like there's the whole take a list, write down every attribute you've ever wanted in a man. And then if it happens, that's the sign. Like, like just go through like, where were you at of like, this is what I'm looking for in when you were in your dating phase. And what is the reality of what it's like? Yeah. I don't think, so I went through like a bunch of chastity talks. Oh, I'm going to be able to hear all the times I say like, and it's going to drive me insane. Don't listen to my likes. But I went through so many chastity talks where exactly, yeah, some people would suggest writing out a list of everything you ever want in a man and never settle for less. And so at one point in my life, I did that. And then I kept it and I refined it. And then it just stressed me out. And I think... Whenever I lived with you, I was 20, 
24-ish? Yeah. Mm, I don't know about you. I'm feeling Feeling 24. 24. Yeah. Uh, And like you were really obsessed with being very concerned that I wasn't dating. I don't know if you remember that. Like there was a lot of. I don't remember that. We talked about it a lot. I probably just wanted you out of the house. Yeah. Are you going to get married? (laughs) Come on. Um, So I don't feel like I ever went through a dating phase. And I don't know if it was because of this, but those lists stressed me out. Like that list of this perfect human of never settling for less was really stressful. Do you think that's a stress? I mean, we're, you were slash our youth minister, right? That was your primary position here and core member, all that. I mean, do you think that's healthy? No, I don't suggest it. <laughs> I do think though, like nothing against those youth ministers or those people who right. do, but like, can anyone ever live up? No. And I had a priest tell me in my twenties to take that list and write what the was act- his name. Father Nathan. <laughs> Oh, I was expecting you to be like, none of your business. That's fine. <laughs> but okay, I don't know. <laughs> Father Nathan, it was yeah. Nathan, it was great. He said to take that list and write out He's the like, like burn ha- it, burn it, <laughs> never get married, become a sister and write out the characteristics of who that man deserves as a wife. And then you work on becoming that woman. Mm. And that changed my perspective because I had things that were like so physical and stupid and like, I wanted them to love dancing. Like I insisted on them loving dancing and I don't know why I was like, I can't marry someone who doesn't dance. My does, does Jordan love to dance? No, he, he loves it. He does not, but he dances with me cause he's nice and loves me. Right. But does not love it. But so there was things like that or like, I wanted him to have a beard and be able to grow a strong beard. Jordan also <laughs> can't do that. And I don't know why. And so I, I think it made it whenever I started like putting those comparisons, I did want him, like I wanted them to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and to know that. And so then it was, am I doing that? There was just, it was a great comparison to be like, am I doing this? Am I the woman that that man would marry? And then the focus became more about me and Jesus and less about finding a perfect guy that doesn't exist. Right. And picking it apart. So I don't recommend it. I would recommend that. Or if I do talk to girls that have that list, talking about what are expectations and what are standards. Like you need to have standards mm. that don't get shaken. Like they need, like what 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 is your standard? Are they going to be the head of the household? Are they going to lead you to holiness? Are they going to die for you every day? Those are standards. Those are biblical mm. standards that God gives us as a map for marriage. And then what are your expectations that right will get crushed (laughs) (laughs) so speaking of crushed (laughs) um so yeah then what was the reality of it so you like how how Mm. did how did it go about for you so you got set up with jordan or Um, i got introduced to him by his brother in 2011 also jay combo also Jay Combo. Also his other brother, Jay Combo. Yeah. They're, <laughs> Jordan, yeah. Joseph, and Jacob. Jacob. Yeah. Jacob and me were on the core team. Um, he introduced us, got set up, kind of. But it really was like, we just won. And we he went to UNT. We did not cross paths in college. Jordan, you went to UNT. I went to UNT. Jordan go, loves to go say. Go Eagles. Go Ka. Jazz Ka. Claw. Um, Jordan loves to say that we met in college, which isn't true. We met when we were college age. I think I saw him on campus once maybe yeah no i did see him on campus once anyway that's neither here nor there so we knew of each other had somewhat of a friendship acquaintances and then one day in 2016 i don't know if that's true we just like we're catching up and then just never stopped texting and alas here we are (laughs) now you're married 
babies. You have a baby. Yep. And life is great. Life is great. So I think expectations, but I had worked through a lot of that, that healing of what are my expectations? What did I used to think a husband had to be? What are my standards? Um, that I had already worked through. So how do you, what would you recommend to a young adult then discerning marriage? I mean, any, any good keys? I mean, I know for me, we say it every episode. It's like, pray, pray. Yeah. And I say that in youth ministry all the time. And the kids are like, yeah, I know what you're going to say, pray. And it's like, yeah, I say it so much because Jesus said it so much because it's so true, right? First Thess- Thessalonians, pray without ceasing. Yeah. Um, but like, what is... What is the practical, especially for a woman with that? Because I feel like, I hate to put it this way, but I feel like y'all are the ones with the pressure, (laughs) you know, in the sense of like, you know, people are always like, yeah, internal clock is ticking and you got to get married and you got to have babies and you got to have this, this, this. And if not, like, why aren't you a nun yet? You know, like, Mm -hmm. it's like, especially in the Catholic world. Mm -hmm. I don't know how young adult young young lady like dis- discerning that struggling with that praying through that like what do you recommend if not write down you know obviously not write down a whole list but what i don't know wow this is supposed to be an inspirational <laughs> podcast that helps people wait what's your question discerning married life yeah i mean that's prayer you should live with Somebody. I think that was super big. I think uh, in my singleness, I don't know if this is answering your question at all. I am no expert. I'm very intimidated by your question. Is like, I'm going to have okay. all the answers. Everybody just ignore that. We're going to edit that out. <laughs> She's an expert. She has all the answers. So no, but, but go back to what you're saying. I think it was very important when I was in my early 20s and single and kind of, I mean, really, I did not go through a dating phase. Jordan was my first boyfriend. And I remember you being like, why aren't you just going on dates? And I wasn't telling people no. <laughs> did I ever say that? Yes. I do not remember this at all. This I is hilarious. clear as day remember you being like, I don't understand why you're not dating someone. And I was like, I haven't told anyone no. I don't know why either. But I also wasn't pursuing it. And you were really mad. And you used to like go through the list of volunteers that were men. <laughs> single, un- not single. And you were just being like, what about that guy? Yes. You were very obsessed with it. Do you, you want me to name some of the names that I named? You probably can't remember. That. That's uncomfortable. They're probably married. <laughs> so I, th- but I do think that I was like entertaining the idea of dating or like, is this the next step? Cause I just felt so right. young, but I could have pulled away from all my friends that were getting married. I had a lot of married friends that were kind of like a stage of life ahead of me. Mm-hmm. You, I was friends with Jacob combo now brother-in-law and his wife, Kristen. And there was just multiple people like that, that I like pressed into those relationships instead of pulling away being like, well, I'm not married with a kid um, Mm. and stayed friends. I remember making it my thing that I would go to their houses and sit on their floors with their babies. Like I loved going over at bedtime and like inviting myself over for a free meal. And which I'm not. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) Yes, you loved free meals. Um, I'm not saying don't misconstrue this because you at a different point in your life, you know, you lived with other, you know, single females or dating yeah. females. So I'm not saying like somebody who is like in a group of people as, as guys or as girls or any of that, like that's living with their friends. Like, I'm not saying that's bad, but I do think you hit on something good, which is married people at times 
live within themselves and don't think out of mm-hmm. how I can teach that younger generation and vice versa. The younger generation says, what can I learn? Instead, they're just like, well, I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. And I think both need to lean into each other to say like, yeah, what is it like for this? I love having, like we had Greg the seminarian over and I love that because, uh, you know, I love for him to see like, okay, this is, if I go through with this, this is what I'm giving up. And also for him to be like, praise God, I'm giving this up. This is crazy. <laughs> um, I mean, you live with my, you live with Dom. So He's yeah. What would you say to a guy who is like discerning marriage? Like mm-hmm. biggest advice, because, you know, we didn't really hammer down on it, but it's like, Marriage is totally, it was totally different than probably your expectations or any of that. You know, you love Jordan. Mm -hmm. It's a great, great marriage. I'm great friends with Jordan. One of the best guys I know. Um, I only know two, but he's one of the best. (laughs) Um, What would you say to the young men who don't necessarily have that same pressure on and any of that discerning marriage and dating? I say to them, One, pray, know the Lord, be prepared to lay down your life for your spouse and start in that now. And I think you can do that for women too. Like you can start living selflessly in community with your roommates and Mm. starting that. That's like the thing you're supposed to say, right? It's important. But the other thing for men, say you're already there. uh, I think it's good to have female friendships that you know how to have a friendship with and care for and respect and sacrifice for all good too. But young men ask girls out on dates. I feel like Mm. there's this pressure. (laughs) Go on dates, nothing big coffee, chill, but like, I just feel like guys get so stressed out. And I mean, maybe there's a little pressure from girls too, that we're like, he asked me on a date. What does this mean? Like, what that, color's the dress? Yeah, like the oh, well, white. White. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ivory. Yeah, off white. True. I, mine wasn't called white. I think it's rare that it's called white. Is it? Yeah, I think true white is bright rare. white. Yeah, isn't a thing. No, you can get it, but I don't think. It, anyway, this is anyway. come on, girl episode. But I think there's a pressure where boys don't ask girls out because it's like, well, I don't know. Is it going to be something? Just go on a date, like get to know each other. Mm. And like, we have a core team. That's our volunteers for our youth ministry, very young core team. And there's a lot of single, great, awesome men. Mm. Also single and ready to mingle, single and ready to mingle. And also a ton of beautiful single women on our core team. If you want to join our core team, you can register at saintnym.com. But if you'd like to find your future yeah, spouse. Seriously. And so I'm like, ask each other out. Like, I just, I don't know what else they're doing. They're holy. They're serving the Lord, mature disciples. I think that is something that you, that you hit on there is kind of a closing idea is like the fact that they... I think once we get to a certain element in our Catholic faith, I, I saw this at least at Franciscan in different times. It was like, you pretty much need, like they're like, well, if the Lord ordains it or if he like leads it, it's like, it's like that example of the person, like they're standing on top of their ha- house. They're like the, the waters are coming up and he's like, God help me, save me. A helicopter comes by. It's like, no, God's going to save me. It comes by a second time. God's going to save me third time. He ends up dying. He goes up to heaven and he says, God, why didn't you save me? He's like, I sent the helicopter. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I think sometimes we ask for that moment, like that lightning strike moment, Lord. And it's like, he's presenting opportunities there. Mm-hmm. And also on the other side, I will say, and you know this, cause we've talked about it. I may have had a bad rap at Franciscan <laughs> or breaking people's hearts because I was willing to ask people out, mm-hmm. but because of that also standard on the other side, mm-hmm. it was like, Oh, one ask out is like, yeah, like what's the engagement going to be like? What's this? And then it was like, oh, I don't think we're like compatible. We tried this out, you know, so like tempered mm-hmm. expectations on both sides. Guys man up. Girls don't plan the wedding before the second yes. date. Not saying casual dating, but right. grab coffee. See if you're compatible. Yeah. Then grab coffee again. and See if you're still compatible. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. So our last segment, this is awesome. Um, we do this segment, so you're an avid, avid, avid I watcher. Do. <laughs> yeah. So um, we do. What are you watching? Mm-hmm. What are you reading? And what are you thinking? Really, we do the reading because Father Paul reads a lot. Yeah. I have a family, so I can't read. Uh, <laughs> yeah, besides, that's why. Besides children's books. <laughs> when you were single, you were like an avid reader. Single and ready to read. <laughs> um, okay. Watching, reading, thinking. Watching, reading, thinking. Um, do you want me to give a category towards yes. that? Okay. So why oh. don't we do it in regards to like dating or marriage? Like what's oh. the best thing you've read mm-hmm. in preparation of that? Mm-hmm. What's just like, mm-hmm. what's your favorite marriage or like heartwarming movie? Okay. And what are you thinking? Just random. <sighs> okay. You want me to go first? Yeah, well, no, I can go first. No, go I don't it. I don't know if I know what I'm watching. I, a romantic a marriage. Gosh, I have no idea on the marriage movie. I knew what I can I just marriage. <laughs> oh yeah, Princess Bride. No, you go first. I'm nervous. <laughs> I don't have you know what movie I loved watching in regards to marriage? I'll, I'll start with watching. Uh Father of the Bride. <laughs> Because it's like the heartwarming story and yet it's like I can totally think when Fran is going to like be getting married, I will be that guy. Yeah. I'll be the guy in the grocery store ripping out four hot dog buns out of the bag because why don't they sell them as eight and eight, you know, or whatever it is. So. Yes. Anxiety through the roof. I have no anxiety, but yes. Okay. (laughs) So, and then um, reading, you know, Nikki and I, um, read a lot of different books in trying to prepare for marriage. And one, there's many that stick out over time. One that I really like from Christopher West was called Heaven Song. Um, I really enjoyed that book. Um, also, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I'm going to stick with Heaven Song. Okay. What do you, do you skip? What are you thinking? Uh, no, I'll go with what I'm thinking. I'm thinking is I'm about to be real tired when a baby comes in a few days. So if anybody wants to send a meal or diapers, you can get my address. <laughs> or just come kidding. over and hold the baby between 1 and 4 a.m. 1 and 4 a.m., yes. No. So you want to move back in? Yes. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, I feel like I'm drawing a blank because I knew what I was going to say for watching without a category. Okay, go watching. No, it's not as fun. I should really think towards the cat. What I'm watching, we're watching Seinfeld, um, but that's not towards the category whatsoever. Well, it kind of is in the sense like they totally different did it a different way. Yes, that's true. That's like, true. I don't know if that was really good prep for marriage. Right? Yeah, and I've never seen Seinfeld, and they 
do not do a good they it's a Jordan watched it growing up and he said he just thought that's what life was like in your 20s you just went on a million dates and had a million boyfriends and girlfriends like they always are dating someone yeah it's not true yeah I mean maybe for some people um my <laughs> marriage movie I joked you said it but I think Princess Bride I love that movie or is it cheesy to say the notebook like <laughs> really he loves her till the end are you kidding me it's so sweet I've never, I, never I also, seen it I can't no, I'm just kidding. Can I, I say have. watching? That's too many. I was about to say another one. But anyway. I, I like this. We're going to get rid of Father Paul. It's better talking <laughs> to you than him. He's always like, let me tell you about the Hebrew language of oh, like the inner thing of marriage. Of It actually comes from the Latin word of maha, which means to <laughs> bind together two souls. And I'm like, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what are you thinking? Uh, wait, I didn't do what I'm reading. Oh, I apologize. But I, this is also, a, I'm the worst guest because if you would have had me prepare, I would have known answers. But I'm reading a book right now. Me and Jordan are with our married community and we got it on Kindle. So I can't think of the name right now, but it's the one off of JP2's Theology. Love and Responsibility. But it's not that one. It's like the one that Edward Shree. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Are you Googling um, it? Yeah, I'll Tell me. It anyway, it's really good. Um, it, so JP2 wrote a book, Love and Responsibility about theology of the body, really beautiful, talking about men, marriage. Men, women, and the mystery of love. That's it. I was like, it's a lot of commas. And so then <laughs> Edward Shree, very smart man, wrote a book called Men, Women, and the Mystery of Love. Uh, Yeah. Yes. And so it's like kind of his commentary about JP2's love and responsibility. Dot, dot, a.k.a. colon, practical insights from John Paul II's love and responsibility. Yes. It's very good. It's probably way easier because I'm not Father Paul, easier to read. And love and responsibility. Yeah. Um, Definitely go the Kindle here, though, folks. It's eight forty nine compared to the paperback, nineteen dollars. Yeah, that's okay. why we. Yeah, we did that, but that's why I don't know the name of the book because I'm not like hashtag married it. life. <laughs> hashtag budgets. <laughs> um, and then what am I thinking? I'm thinking that I'm really hot. I regret keeping this room so hot. Yeah, folks, we are in. This is the trenches. Yeah, we're in desperate straits. <laughs> doing this podcast all right like send help yes I'm, i don't know we need to start a patreon or something to get some fans some you maybe, can they not see where we are it's a rough setup but yeah <laughs> i kept my sweatshirt on and i'm regretting it it is hot yes definitely definitely regretting it so um marcy this was awesome we should do it again is it too long it was too long no it's great okay great. i love it so on behalf of marcy combo and joey scancella for Prodigal and the Priest, we want to say take care. And God bless. <laughs>